Welcome to the Western Water Market Podcast, the show that helps you better understand, manage, protect, and trade the West's most valuable resource and perhaps your greatest asset, water rights. I'm your host and the founder of Western Water Market, Christina Rebellia. Let's get started. Welcome back to the show. Today I'm here with David Gleason with Swiftwater Ranch Water Bank. LLC in Northern Kittitas County here in Washington state. Thanks so much for being with me today. I yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. Oh my goodness. We're going to have a good time. I know it. Um, I'm hoping just to, to get this started. Could you share a little bit more about yourself? For most of my life, I was uh, in the investment business uh, with Fidelity Investments. Uh, and then uh, I ran a, a dual career as a real estate developer. So when I wasn't uh, pushing for when K plans all over the country, I was riding a bulldozer on the weekends developing property. Uh, and then in 2005, we bought uh, 100 acres over in Cleelum. And then uh, the deal uh, never went through, unfortunately, because the uh, uh, Board of County Commissioners told me I didn't have a water right. And uh, at the meeting, I was told I didn't have a water right. So now the deal blew up and I've got, we started with 221 rights. So we've been selling, uh, Tracy Shalbetter, uh, my water right attorney and I've been selling water rights to our water bank since 2011. Wow, wow. So that was really, your bank was formed <laughs> formed out of the need uh, to one, develop the property that you had purchased. Is that yeah. correct? Okay. And then you were able to, to provide, or you had excess water in your bank to then sell those mitigation credits or that, those water rights to other um, folks interested in, in building in the, the upper county? Yeah. I mean, it basically was the, the county created a business I didn't want to be in. <laughs> yeah. you know, Funny was, how that works. Yeah. I mean, just because of a failed real estate deal, I ended up with over 30 acre feet of uh, residential water groundwater. Um, and uh, I bought that, interesting enough, from a guy named Bill, who was the president of TransWest and started Suncadia. Okay. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> this is uh, yeah, the, the tale of, of Kittitas County and Suncadia and, and what all has transpired since then. Um, yeah. So you have continued to, to manage the bank. Now, you could have maybe sold the bank or the the remaining credits, but you've chose to continue to to own and operate it uh, with with the support of your attorney, uh, which is is great. How have you seen the mitigation market in the county change since you first uh, established the bank and and have been selling credits since? Well, it ha- it hasn't changed a ton. Um... The, the typical phone call I get from someone is I bought a piece of property. We have an existing well and I'm told I can't uh, get a, a building permit or I can't use it until I have a water right. Um, and it's very sad because, you know, people buy things and, and they think, well, all the water's in place. Well, no, it's not. So uh, from where we were to where we are, uh, I think buyers are much more informed. And they understand now that with certain properties, um, especially um, uh, vacant raw land, I try to tell people do not close on those until you get a water right transferred because you may end up with fallow land, which means they have no water. 
Yeah, which is so incredibly unfortunate. You know, Kittitas County here in Washington was was really the first, and now it is spreading across the state where this type of of mitigation, this water is needed in order to build. But uh, fortunately or unfortunately, you came first uh, and and had to figure this out, most certainly. So it was interesting. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet to to say the least. How has it been uh, in terms of managing the bank and kind of the, the expense or revenue, the profit, like has, have you just broke even, or do you feel like this has been an actual investment for you? Well, it was never intended to be an investment because we only needed fit. We were just trying to put in 55 homes in the project that I was doing. And so to end up with 221 residential rights was like, um, oh my gosh, <laughs> we need to recoup some of our money that we lost in the deal. Sure. So that's why uh, myself and my partners have hung on to the water rights. Uh, and just, um, I think we're started with 221 and I think we're down to a hundred now or a little under a hundred. Wow. Um, and, um, uh, the price has gone down for sure. When we first started, there was, uh, two different classifications of a water right. One that was a Tianaway uh, Valley right, which was going for over 10,000 a right at the time. Wow. And then anybody outside of that was down around seven. Okay. Well, that, that right, the expensive right went away when more banks opened up. And now all rights that are similar to our right are going now for a little over 7,000 to 7,500. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, where we come in and where we try to be competitive is we do it start to finish. Uh, once once a person uh, uh, contacts me, then uh, that starts the process and we give them what we call a GFE, which is a good faith estimate. It's basically an Excel spreadsheet with all the costs broken down for them. And then we tell them that that is going to be the price except for the escrow and recording fees can change and, and escrow costs can change, which we have no control over. And they've gone up slightly over the years, maybe $30. Um, so uh, where we were and where we are today is, is not hugely different, but the prices come down. Buyers are more um, informed. I think the state's doing a better job of telling people that, hey, you don't even try um, because you need a water right. Sure, sure. I think this is super interesting, actually. You know, some people fear um, increased market activity, but in this case, it sounds like uh, with increased market activity, and they fear it because they fear the cost of water is going to go up or it's going to be commoditized in a way that squeezes people out. But here, it sounds like it's actually brought the price down, right? Competition has been... uh, I don't know, good thing for you as a water bank owner, but but for the market in general, it is competition is a good thing, it seems. Yeah, yeah I mean, we we uh, even discount our price sometimes when we get into a competitive situation. And, and when I'm approached by a uh, uh, real estate developer or an individual who's developing a piece of property, say they've got a, uh, a seven lot plat or something, I discount my prices steeply for them because I want that business because I don't want to be in this business. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 
Yeah. For those of you listening, it's not a get rich quick, uh, quick thing here. No, being, a, no. being a water banker. This is dribble your money back to you over a long <laughs> period of time. But I mean, to be fair, we paid $150,000 for the water, right? It cost me $150,000 to set up the bank. So total all in was about 300 grand. And so have we made money? Well, we lost money on the real estate deal. Have we made money on the water rights? Absolutely. Good. Good. I'm glad it's penciled out for you. And thank you for offering this service, right? So that folks in the county can continue to, to build where where they want and, and need to. I know there's a, an example in Yakima County right now, unfortunately, a gentleman who has property who wants to build a, a cabin and there is no available water, water right, not even one to purchase. And yeah. he is being told he can't build. And that, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so definitely like you're saying, uh, you know, line that water up first before you, uh, before you purchase right. that property. Right. This is so fun. So David, I was especially excited to have you on the podcast, really for two reasons. Uh, One, that you were uh, our first paid customer. And I'm so grateful for that. So I I wanted to ask you, number one, I wanted to ask you, what was, you know, you took a risk with Western Water Market, with listing on the market. And and I know it was so dear. You, uh, You insisted that you paid me. Uh, because you're a businessman yourself and you understand how how these things go. But I'm just curious why you did choose to take take a risk with listing on the market so early. Well, I just think that the cost reward thing, um, you know, I think what you're doing is a very good service. I can't believe somebody didn't do it sooner. <laughs> I wish I would have done it. <laughs> no, I think I think what you're doing and and so I as much for me, I, I wanted to make sure that you knew from me that what you were doing, I think, was an essential service for those people who need water, um, have a hard time finding it. You're making the the acquisition process, if I can say it that way, um, a little more streamlined. One source, one site, find multiple states, multiple uh, counties. Um, that's just not in place anywhere that I've seen, especially in the Pacific Northwest. So I just wanted to support that. It was a dream of yours. Um, and, um, you know, I've been following you ever since. And, and I just think you're doing a great job. And I'm just glad that I was in a position to help you. And, and so the cost reward thing was, um, I'm not going to say how much money it was because it wasn't very much money. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think you charged me, I'll say it anyways, $500 <laughs> or whatever it was. For the year. Yeah, for the year. I mean, who <laughs> who wouldn't want to get their name out there a little bit more, you know, for $500? It's uh, just, so that's all. Thank you so much, David. I'm so grateful that you, uh, yeah, that you, that you supported, uh, supported me, supported the market. And I do hope that it's brought, uh, brought you value at, at least some some good entertainment, if anything, uh, with with tracking <laughs> tracking the progress no, and growth of it's it. It's all good. So, right on. Thank you. So, how much time do you, as as a water banker, are you putting into the bank at this point? The only activity that I have is when I get a um, a uh, purchase request okay. or a information request. Okay. And then it usually comes in the form of a phone call. Um, and go something like, you know, I bought a piece of property up in Kittitas County outside of Cleelum. 
Um, we're looking for a water bank. Uh, the state recommended your site uh, and one other. Um, so I just say to them, you know, send me your parcel number. And then I check it out with our um, availability map. Uh, are they in a red, yellow, or green zone? Uh, and for those who are, are watching, a red zone is you're not going to use my right in that zone. It's a no, don't try a yellow zone says uh, we might be able to get you a right, but they're going to ask for more information. So having run this bank now for almost 10 years or more, um, um, we've sold a lot of rights in the yellow zones. So if somebody's in a yellow zone, we probably have four or five rights. And in this case, since it's already a sold right, it gives a path for the new purchaser to follow and we can take them down that path and use our rights and even other rights that were approved as a um, legal tool to get your right approved. And then in the green zone, it's, it's all go. So right now, I, uh, from the date they sign a contract with us, to the date it's approved um, is getting better. It was through the pandemic, uh, one right took me a year. Wow. And finally, wow. we just got in the state's face and said, this is absolutely ridiculous. You know, we've, <laughs> we've had 80 rights approved in this area. And they're, they were all a man uh, or a, a personnel problem. Um, so we showed them some grace. But they yeah. finally got that approved. And now I think it's six months or left on a green and depending on how much information they want on the yellow, you could be six months or more. Wow. Wow. Okay. So with these water banks, one of the nice thing is right. That the most of the, the, well, the vetting of the water, right. Original water, right. Has been done. So in theory, things can be expedited more quickly. I know the Kittitas, that Kittitas County is a bit unique with the water transfer working group in that process that yeah. still needs to occur in kind of the, the yellow zone and things, but <clears throat> six months, I mean that, so you definitely want to be planning in advance, right? If you're looking to purchase yeah. property or whatever that may be that it, it can't happen overnight. So just to be aware of, of some of those time constraints is, is probably a good thing. Yeah, I mean, for, you got to look at the building season, right? So yeah. if you want to build during the building season, because we have four seasons in Cleelum, unlike I'm down in Arizona right now, um, you know, we have four seasons. It just goes from warm to hotter, <laughs> you know, up there. It's you, you get a lot of snow. Um, and so the building season is constricted compared to somewhere where they don't have a full four seasons. So when, if you want to build starting March and April, then you need to be planning back in November, October, September, and November, because of the six months it's going to take to get that right done. So it's a lot of times I have to, give news to people to say, Hey, if you don't get started right now, you're not building this year, period. And wow. I try to give them some, um, a little push in the right direction. Mm -hmm. And, um, I just sell the value that we have. I believe Tracy Shalvetter is one of the best attorneys I've ever met. She's, um, very knowledgeable in her day job. She is a attorney for one of the largest builders in the nation. And then in the afternoons, when she gets some spare time, uh, she does work for me. That's great. Yeah, she's great. great. Absolutely great. So, so this is actually the, the other main reason that I wanted to have you on the podcast is that you yourself, you're not a water right attorney. 
You're not a water right consultant, which is very rare in Washington, at least that these water banks are often developed and managed by firms, many of them aspect consulting or nonprofit organizations, but you've really retained the, uh, you know, the, the management, the day-to-day operations of this and, and negotiations and handholding with, with folks coming to you, which I think is just, is awesome. So I wanted your perspective and thoughts. I don't know if there's anything else that you, you know, want to share or impart with folks that, uh, to kind of give them a, an insight to a day in the life of a water banker and, and, uh, the work that you're doing with Swift Water Ranch Water Bank. Well, I just would, I think I would end with this is that for us, it's all about our customer. Like, like I learned a long time ago in the investment business that you put your client first. And if you get to make money by putting your client first, then you're probably going to get a referral. If you put your water bank first or whatever you're selling first over the client, then that's going to catch up to you because uh, you're more worried about yourself than you are them. And myself and my partners, um, although we want our money back, we want to make sure people have a great experience with us. I think they do. Uh, and again, I go back to Tracy, what a what a wonderful attorney, water right attorney she is and, and just a good person. Uh, so uh, if you're out there and you need a right, give us a chance. We'll compete. Uh, if you got any questions, uh, you know, pass them on. Uh, if you go out to the bank, my email's out there. You can email me. Um, I'm all about education and helping people. So no problem. Thank you so much, David. You have been just just wonderful to work with. So approachable, personable, which is just such a nice touch too as a water banker. So thank you. You too. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Uh, so to find Swift Water Ranch Water Bank, you can go to westernwatermarket.com, search water banks there in Kittitas County. David's information will come up, his contact info. You can reach out to him directly sure. uh, to, to ask any of your questions. Thank you, David. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate well, the opportunity. Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm just so grateful you came on the show to share your perspective and, and wisdom over the last 10 years as a water banker. Well, and and if you have people listening, if you have a right to, if you have an opportunity to buy a mass amount of rights, like more than five or 10 or whatever, I would buy them because they are a good investment. Um, I knew nothing. I couldn't even spell water bank when I first started this (laughs) thing. Um, And I am no way an expert, but I can certainly talk the talk and help people through the process. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm actually incredibly impressed at how knowledgeable you, you are and, and uh, not getting all caught up in the technical lingo, just talking straight, which is is super helpful. Yeah. yeah. Thanks again, David. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Western Water Market Podcast. Now remember, water rights are complex and nothing in these episodes are meant to be considered legal advice. To get the support that you need, visit westernwatermarket.com to search and work with a water right professional in your state.